This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott and White Health. Neil and everyone here would like to thank all the good folks on the front line, the ones we see and the ones we don't see. We appreciate your hard work, keeping us healthy and hopeful in these tough times. And now here's Neil. Hi, Stuby. Thank you very, very much, and welcome, and thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health very much. And uh, indeed, we have two open lines right now. If you'd like to call, we'd love to hear from you. That toll-free number uh, for lines two or three, those are the ones that are available, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now, please. We only have Jim and Weatherford uh, ahead of you, so call right now. Uh, 800-288-9227. I'll do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and uh, then we'll get right to our, our calls. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Magic. Magic is a big, beautiful, seven-and-a-half-year-old shepherd mix. He's had a rough time of it lately. Um, she, it is a lady. She came to the SPCA of Texas from an animal cruelty case, originally was overly timid and withdrawn. For a dog weighing in at 85 pounds, she was a sad and fearful girl. The good news is that she has put a lot of that behind her and is now even starting to ask for pets from the staff at the Russell uh, Russell E. Dealey Animal Care uh, Rescue Center. That's a name I haven't said before. She loves getting treats and has come a long way toward breaking out of her shell. She may be a bit timid when first meeting new people, but she gains confidence quickly. Magic would like to be the only dog in the home, but she should be okay with children of all ages. Like all shepherds, she loves to run, so a home with a roomy backyard would be a dream come true for Magic. For someone wanting a shepherd who is a bit calmer than most, Magic might just be a dream come true also. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Magic has been spayed, microchipped. She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. All the animals at the Dealey Animal Rescue Center require an appointment in advance. If you're interested in meeting Magic or any of the other animals housed there, contact the SPCA of Texas at adoption at spca.org or the main number at 214-742-7722. Now, I want to do that one again because I've never done that that, uh, message before. So, Magic is at the Dealey Animal Rescue Center. They require an appointment in advance. If you're interested in meeting Magic, the seven-and-a-half-year beautiful shepherd mix, she has big, beautiful ears. She looks like she could uh, pick up radio signals from outer space. She's, she's a gorgeous dog, and uh, she is a rescue dog. Uh, from an abusive situation, 85 pounds, but a sweet, wonderful dog, very gentle. And she is at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center and uh, looking for a calm and loving home. And um, so here is the way you do that. If you're interested in meeting Magic or any other animals housed at that center, contact SPCA of Texas at adoption at spca.org or call their main number at 214-742-7722. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog, or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Oh, good luck, Magic, you sweet dog. I hope we can find you a great home. She's beautiful. And she is, she needs a break. She needs a break right now. And you could be that person. That's sponsored by Sunburst Shutters of uh, the whole Texas area. Used to be of Dallas, Fort Worth. Now it's uh, also including Houston, Waco, San Antonio, and Austin. 
good for them. They uh, they deserve to have that product all across the great state of Texas. Give them a call at 214-343-2601. They'll come to you. That's the best way to do it. They do have a showroom. They'll give you directions to it if you want to go see. Sunburst shutters are made of poly wood, P-O-L-Y, poly wood. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. These are plantation-style shutters. That'd be fitting in Houston, wouldn't it? Plantation-style shutters have the big louvers, two-and-a-half, three-and-a-half, and four-and-a-half-inch size. They're magnificent-looking, and uh, because they're made of a man-made material, no wood in them, they, uh, they, they don't have all the problems that wood shutters have. They're custom-made to each opening in your house, and the people that you're dealing with with sunburst shutters are just sensational. Couldn't be happier than uh, our sunburst shutters. We've had them for about... Well, I think almost 12 years now, and they're just great. Yours will be, too. I know how happy you'll be. Book a time when they can come to your home and bring samples, hold them up in your windows, and show you what they'd look like. And then if you're interested, which I think you will be, let them give you that, that price uh, uh, estimate. It's uh, actually a bid. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Maintaining a garden isn't easy, but it's nothing compared to what healthcare workers are facing. We join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying thank you to the front line. Thank you for working hard every day and for going all in to protect all of us. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much, and thanks again to them for sponsoring this entire uh, hour. Let's go to uh, Jim in Weatherford. Jim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil, and happy Easter. Happy from Easter, a Wisconsin yes. transplant. <laughs> ah. We've well, got to... molds in the yard. What do I do? What do we do? Help. All right. What have you tried so far? Nothing. We just were made aware of it yesterday. We're out there walking. It was kind of spongy under the foot, and one of the neighbors said, oh, you got molds, and they discovered them in their yard, and we went to the big box store, one of them, and uh, just there's so many products there, I don't have a clue what to do. Maybe well, you can help. You... You need to trap them. That's going to be the best thing. There are a lot of quack products out there. I am not a not a, a mole, go-for-mole expert. Um, if you will go to my website, neilsperry.com, and click on the FAQs and just enter the keyword mole, M-O-L-E, uh, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll get a, a really good write-up. I spent a lot of time on that particular question. Um, or if you want to go to any of the land-grant universities, if you put university, control of moles uh, that'll but put, put the keyword university first and that'll get you away from all the homespun remedies that'll get you into scientific research but uh, the what i have in in there was found exactly that way uh, but you need traps and when you buy them they'll show you how to set them i would go to a farm supply store or go to a a, a really good um that, that's probably where i would go or a really good uh, pest control a company that would sell you the products um, and and have them show you how to set the traps. You set the trap within their tunnel, and then they come along and sense, sense that there is something in the tunnel, and uh, they they try to push the soil up, and they get hit with the trap then. Okay, thank you. appreciate the information, Neil. You betcha. I'm glad you called, and welcome aboard. Take care. Thank you, well, sir. Thank you. You bet. Let's see. Next call up is going to be, uh, I need to get a break in to keep myself on time. Uh, we'll be going to Denison up along the Red River. So that's a beautiful part of the state this time of year. Let me tell you about my book. In fact, uh, up on page, I don't know what it is, one of the very first pages, you will see Eisenhower State Park with our grandson Joseph walking in, in the blue bonnets. All, all kids have to walk in blue bonnets. It's a horrible thing we photographers do. But anyway, that's Eisenhower State Park, north of Denison. Let me tell you about an unexpected opportunity for you. The supply chain came through finally. I've been waiting for five months for paper and hoarding the fifth printing of my book because I didn't think I was ever going to get a sixth printing finished. And finally, the paper came in two and a half weeks ago, and the the, uh, the printer in San Antonio, Clear Visions, emailed me and said, Neil, we need to get the fifth printing out of the warehouse uh, the last remaining copies because we're going to have a sixth printing in a few weeks and uh, why don't you take delivery well i did last week and so now i need to move them 
and I've put them on sale for that exact purpose. Uh, very minimal differences between the two, just uh, two paragraphs. And so you're, you have a, a really good opportunity here to save a lot of money and get a fifth printing book right now as opposed to a sixth printing book in a month or two. And here is uh, that chance. Now, first of all, this is a book that has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, 11 chapters that cover everything dealing with outdoor horticulture in Texas. Uh, it, it deals with lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening in those 11 chapters for every county in the state of Texas. Uh, chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar, a perpetual calendar in, uh, in words, not a grid, but it tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect every plant that you're growing in your landscape or garden. It'll keep you right on top of when to do things. That's Chapter 2, and... Uh, rest of the book is just as uh, as as crammed full of information the book is 32.95 and uh, it'll be a signed copy of the book along with a satisfaction guarantee book is not in stores and it's not on amazon so you're kind of buying it sight unseen i get that i understand that's why i give you that offer of a full money back guarantee 75,000 copies sold so far and not one request for a refund that's a pretty good trend and uh, it's uh, available to you by calling my office or by going to my website. The website's the better way because you can get more information on the book at the website. And plus, uh, you can do that right now. The office is open business hours Monday through Friday. The uh, website is open 24 hours Monday through Sunday. So uh, here is uh, how you do it, 3295 and uh, order it at neilsperry.com or call the office at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or at Neil Sperry. That's where I hope you'll order it, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. We will do everything we can to get pets adopted. And I understand a lot of pets are coming back to the shelters because people are going back to their offices. Come on, people. These little animals need homes. Let's get them adopted. Keep them adopted. There you go. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. That's where you go to get the best roof in town. You want to have the best roof because we have tough weather around here. You notice wind and hail, they can do a lot of damage. And, you know, here's what happened to us. We had a hailstorm that came through five or six years ago, five years ago. And four years ago, we began to have some leaks. And I contacted the folks at Wortham Brothers and had them come out. And they said, you had a hailstorm. You had it about such and such. I think it was 10 months earlier. Why didn't you call? I said, I didn't realize it got us. And um, they said, well, there's damage up there, and it's all over your roof. And it got the flashing, and it got the, the valleys. And um, probably if you call your insurance carrier, it's still covered. And I said, well, I think I'll do that. And I did, and it was covered. And then I contacted Wortham Brothers back, and they said, okay, we're ready. We'll come put a new roof on. And they offered some suggestions, like stepping up the, the quality of the roofing uh, to the 40-pound uh, roof or whatever it is, the next grade up that's more hail-resistant, and the continuous ridge vents to uh, cut down on the on the heat gain into our attic in the summertime and and. Both of those were great calls because we've since had a hailstorm that was just as bad as the one that took out the old roof, didn't do any damage. And it really started paying back on the, um, uh, on the, on the, the heat bill, the cooling bills in the summer, just like they said it would. I think they know what they're doing. 
I know they know what they're doing. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Oh, and also because we have that better quality roofing, it also saves on our insurance. So we got, uh, they saved us three ways around. They'll do the same thing for you. I am proud to tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Again, that contact info. They serve all of North Central Texas. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Gardeners are all about keeping plants healthy and protected, and the same should go for our loved ones. Together with Baylor Scott & White Health and the hardworking healthcare front line, we urge you to get the shot, mask up, and stay safe. And remind your family and friends to do the same. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And uh, we go to Mike in Denison. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. First of all, I want to thank you for your newsletter you had a an article about six months ago about the most invasive plant in texas chinese privets aren't they awful i have about 10 acres that i'm letting woodland that i'm letting go back to natural i thought they were a native species so i left them alone (laughs) after reading your article i have been cutting chinese privet all winter long so it's a it's a full-time job you have a career oh man It, it was all over everything uh, my question is, I have a house that faces west, and the front door is in the middle, and the left-hand bed gets good sun, afternoon sun. The right-hand bed gets almost no sun because it's under a very large tree. I have put in uh, dwarf Burford hollies. They thrive on the left and die on the right. Um, do you have any other suggestions? All right, and you say the right side is the shaded side? Right. I mean, correct. All right. Um, First of all, uh, I want to say something generic. I don't know that it applies to your house, Uh, just to everyone listening. When you design a, a landscape for the front of a house, it is a good plan not to have it symmetric, symmetrical. Uh, don't use the same plants on the left and the right sides of your house because it's extremely rare that our houses are symmetrical uh, mirror image. When you look at a house that has uh, the door, it's usually either a little to the left or a little to the right, or the roof has a, a gable on the left or on the right, or the high windows for the kitchen or the bathroom are over there or over on the other side. It's not a mirror image. And so, therefore, we shouldn't feel that we have to have exactly the same landscape on the left or right, and it will make the the landscape look uh, awkward, and we won't know why. Why does that not look right? There's something about my landscape that doesn't look comfortable. Oh, it's because I tried to make everything symmetrical when nothing else is. And, and a lot of times people make that mistake and don't realize they've made it and they don't like their landscape. So the first thing is don't feel like you have to use dwarf Burford holly both places. Having said that, I will tell you that I have dwarf Burford holly in the shadiest part of my landscape, which is 100% shade, and I've had it for 40 years, and it's five or six feet tall doing quite well. So I don't think the shade alone uh, caused it the problem. It may make it a little bit more open in its uh, growth uh, just because it elongates a little more, but it will grow in shade. Uh, but uh, how tall, uh, how, what height of plant are you looking for at maturity? Uh, about three feet. All right. Well, there aren't a lot of uh, shrubs that will grow to three feet and stay there. Uh, Dwarf Burford, uh, the ones I have that I've had for the 40 years or more, are uh, about five feet now, six feet maybe. Uh, And they've been pruned once just to kind of even them up. They they didn't have to be pruned particularly, but a couple of them were a little taller than the others. Um, I would would go with Carissa Holly. if, if it's an area where you're not going to be uh, doing a lot of hand work around it, dwarf Chinese holly. Uh, I have dwarf Chinese hollies at our front door, right by our, our sidewalk. I have uh, Carissa holly on one side and dwarf Chinese on the other side. And uh, okay. the dwarf Chinese gets a little bit taller than Carissa. The third, one thing, one thing the I third dwarf holly you. is dwarf Yopon, just to finish it. Go ahead. Uh 
I have very sandy soil. That doesn't play into it at all. You just have to water and fertilize more often. Okay, okay. That doesn't make any difference. No. Okay. But those those three dwarf hollies are going to be your most dependable evergreen uh, low shrubs in, in north-central Texas. Okay. Um, there are people who will say, well, what about uh, dwarf Cuba? No, not in, a, not in a million years. It's not dependable. Um, regular Cuba gets too tall. It would take the shade quite well, but it gets six feet tall, five to six feet tall. Uh, and it's not nearly as uh, reliable as the as the dwarf uh, hollies. Um, some of the compact nandinas would be good, but in all that shade, I don't think they would color up well. Um, I'm just thinking through the other options that you have. Um, if it were a warmer climate, if you were, instead of 60 miles north, if you were 60 miles south, I would suggest cast iron plant, Aspidistra. I have that along our driveway. I have to cover it in the winter time, but it uh, it's a, a very pretty plant to 30 inches tall, 24, but not not in Denison. Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm good with what I suggested. I think those three okay. are the best for a fairly shaded area, and and yeah. two of the three are very different than what you have, so you could have a different look that way. Okay, that sounds good. I can I can don't have to dig up everything. I'll just dig up the bad bed and replant it. That. That could work very, very well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very and, much. And you're not going to you're not going to find dwarf Chinese holly very many places uh, right now, Jim. Uh, uh, Mike, uh, you may have to ask a nursery to bring it in for you. It is very definitely still in the marketplace, but uh, the folks there it, help me with the nursery that's between the sea, twin twin oaks. Twin oaks. Uh, those are wonderful nursery people, and they could order that in for you and would help you, I know, if okay. you wanted that one. It's kind of prickly, but it's awfully pretty. Like I say, I have it right by my sidewalk. It's been there 45 years, and I've never had a complaint from anybody. It's uh, it's a great one. So anyway, good luck with it. Okay, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, let's see. need to get my break in before the newscast here. Baylor Scott & White sponsors this hour. They deserve a, a just a... With the bells ringing, um, uh, ad here because they have been my, our friends for a long, long time. They've sponsored this hour for many years. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy, and and Baylor Scott and White knows how much work it it takes to keep us happy and healthy. It takes a lot, and uh, they they were up to it. They met the task. They are beloved healthcare workers who have been out there on the front line for the last two years and a month. They have the hardest job of all. We owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. And uh, thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. And thank you for enduring the people who say, mask, what mask? Why should I have to wear a mask? Well, thank you for being kind and smiling and putting up with those of us who haven't always been pleasant in this last 25 months. It's been rough on everybody. But you were there, and you kept smiling, and you kept doing the job and never quibbling, at least not that we heard, and just saying, we're going to make it. We'll help you. Follow us. And we followed them, and sure enough. Thank you, Baylor Scott and & White. And uh, to us as listeners, uh, we need to remember that, and we need to give them a big thank you and a pat on the back and, and realize that they, they took a great risk while they were helping us. They have families. They have their own lives. They had their own concerns. So when we go into the hospital settings now in our doctor's offices, put that mask back on. Quit whining. They, uh, they deserve that respect, and they deserve a great big uh, 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 pat of uh, consideration uh, to say thank you. Baylor, Scott, and White to the frontline workers. Join me, please, won't you now? Thank you. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email box Thursdays just a little after 6 p.m. 
You'll always have a featured plant of the week. You'll always have Gardening This Weekend, where we give you the most important gardening tasks of the ensuing three or four days. This week, we'll have Stephen Shambly with a story of his own making. Don't know what it'll be, but it'll be a gem. They always are. And we have some exciting news about the featured garden question of the week. If you're a subscriber to eGardens, you'll find out what that is. So go to neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up. For eGardens, that's where you can see uh, the uh, latest issue of it. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. 100 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now. On WBAP and WBAP.com. New poll says President Biden's approval rating is in the dumps. I'm Dennis Martin. From the Audi Dallas WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An unspecified police activity continues to keep southbound 35E shut down between Mockingbird Lane and Highway 183. Meanwhile, there's an accident still blocking the right lane of eastbound 183 in its approach to Regal Row. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast on this Easter Sunday calls for cloudy with scattered showers or storms possible. High temperature, 78 degrees. Tomorrow, Monday, will be sunny and pleasant. High temperature then, 75. Right now, lots of clouds, 62 degrees in Dallas, 59 officially in Fort Worth. A new Quinnipiac poll pegs President Biden's approval rating at 33%. That ties the lowest that he's experienced since he entered office. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy told Fox News this morning... Biden's irresponsible actions put him there. It's the wasteful, irresponsible spending that has led to higher prices and inflation. It's the irresponsible actions of this president along the border that has led to an immigration and a fentanyl crisis. It's the irresponsible policies of this administration that has led to dangerous streets, ineffective schools, and that has got to stop. According to Quinnipiac, 76% of Democrats approve of the president. 96% of Republicans disapprove. One of the Dallas Cowboys seems to have led police to a pair of murder suspects. Cornerback Kelvin Jones was a passenger in a car last March from which shots were fired, killing a 20-year-old man. Detectives questioned Jones Friday. Saturday, they arrested two men from Baton Rouge and have now charged them with the murder. I'm Dennis Martin. Our next news update will be at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed on the latest with the Russian war on Ukraine with News Talk 820, WBAP 99.5, FMHD2, and WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. Let me tell you about WhizQ Stone. Let me just tell you about these folks. They are worth telling about. These are friends of mine. Mike and Derek Wisnan have been in business since Derek was five years old. Imagine bringing your son aboard in your business when he's five years old. That's just kind of cool. When we had our All Texas All Garden show, that's how I met Derek. He was tagging along with his dad as Mike uh, came in. And just true to his form, he was delivering stone to just about every vendor that was in our show with any kind of a garden exhibit. They all wanted stone from Whiskey Stone to make their exhibits look beautiful. That can happen for your landscape as well. You take photos of what you want your landscape to look like. Maybe you've been, uh, oh, you, you've seen a, a hotel landscape or a commercial landscape somewhere that you really like. You take photos, or maybe it's somebody's backyard, and you say, I really like the look of that. And you take photos of it. You go out to Whiskey Stone and say, well, here's theirs and here's mine. And you say, I want to go from mine to theirs. And uh, Whiskey Stone can help you. And uh, if you say, well, I don't know how to do that. I can't build that kind of a, of a walk or I can't build that kind of a whatever retaining wall. 
And they say, well, we know the people who can. We have some really good landscape contractors who buy their materials here. They'll help you. And that's uh, because they've been very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association for all of their lives, all their careers. Mike is a second generation in the business from his dad, and uh, Derek is uh, uh, is third generation. So that's why they have all of this experience. They have the most beautiful stone on their 22-acre stone yard. Okay, told you enough about that. Every kind of stone you could want, nice people, how do you find them? They're open Monday through Saturday at 4501 East Loop 820 South. They're in southeast Fort Worth and way southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822. Again, it's 4501 East East Loop 820 South. And the phone number, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. It's the stuff. You behave and you listen to the police when they tell you what to do. People are talking about. 99% of this stuff wouldn't even happen. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Let me tell you about Mueller once again and, and just uh, uh, give you some... Uh, information about them because they are so good. When people think of Mueller, they think of quality steel buildings and durable metal roofing. Quality and durable are kind of nice words to have associated with you, you know? That name Mueller means even more than that. It means you'll have a product manufactured by Mueller, including in-house engineers to help design the building of your dreams. And it means you'll have a company that's been in business for 90 years standing behind your warranty. And it means you'll get tons of added value, like roofing site visits, forklift delivery, and a Mueller assurance team that's ready to help you along the way. And Mueller is on the cutting edge, designing and manufacturing new products, like their greenhouses and standing seam roofing panels. To find out more about Mueller products, go to MuellerInc.com. I think I'll spell Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553, or stop by one of their 33 locations. That's Mueller. Mueller means more. Mueller means quality. Mueller means value. Mueller. You don't just want your garden to grow. You want it to flourish, much like our hopes for living in a world without COVID. Let's join Baylor Scott and White Health in saying a big old thank you to the front line. They're doing what it takes to keep hope flourishing, and we need that now more than ever. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phones to Diane in McKinney. Diane, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Uh, I'm calling from my son-in-law who has a pretty new house. It's like three, four years old. And on the side of his house, you know, very narrow uh, piece of, of dirt, really, on the side of his house, on the right side if you're facing the house from the street. Um, it gets no sun whatsoever, and there's no drainage, really. So that's where the water hose is connected. So it's constantly wet and muddy, and the kids try to go back there. Um, he has somebody come out, and they suggested because there's so poor drainage that if you put rock or stone, it wouldn't help. So they're suggesting putting a sod of grass. Uh, I think the name of it is Zoysa because okay. it's, um, it's okay. It's better, you know, when, when there's no sh- uh, sun. Mm. What, what's your suggestion? Not that. Um, no. <laughs> all right. What is that area? What is it used for? It's, it's just the side of the house, you know, that uh, against the other uh, house that's next to it. It's really only where the water hose is connected and some of the kids' toys sit back there, you know, off-season. So it's really not used for anything, really. And what is the access, front from the front yard or from the backyard? Both. Uh, from the front yard, he has a fence there. Uh, but I don't think there's a gate. So there's a fence that separates it from, so you don't see it from the road. But basically it's when you're in the backyard, you go around and that's how you access the water hose. And uh, Well, the fact is that any grass uh, that we try to grow has to have at least six hours of sunlight to survive. 
at least uh-huh. six hours. Right. St. Augustine is our most shade-tolerant grass. This is why football stadiums have artificial turf, because they can't get grass to grow if they don't have six hours of sunlight. Zoysia needs seven or eight hours of sunlight. St. Augustine needs six. Bermuda needs eight to ten. So that's not even a a distant consideration. Um, I I have, uh, my wife and I live in in McKinney, outside McKinney, and uh, she's been on McKinney School Board for 39 years, so she's, we're, we're very familiar with the McKinney area. Um, we have a totally shaded landscape, and I have used mondo grass, monkey grass, as a ground cover to replace the, the true turf grass that won't grow for us any longer, and it's worked fine. It's, now, it's not a, a, it's not a true grass. You don't mow it. You don't play croquet on it. Um, when I play ball with the dog, that we are foster sitting for three weeks as of January 1st and still have. (laughs) (laughs) It may be our dog here before long. Um, He takes the ball, which is, he's a large dog, and it's a ball that's three and a half inches in diameter, and I can't find it. There are five balls lost in the mondo grass, so, you know, it's deep, and so I wouldn't call it a, a grass. But that makes a that makes a good covering, and and that would help dry it out, and it would uh, give a nice solid covering to that area. That's what I would use, and it will tolerate total shade. Um, okay. If if the drainage is that bad, however, he also needs to consider uh, any negative impact it may have on the foundation, and uh, so that's another consideration. If there's water getting under the foundation, he may need to put some kind of a drain system, a French drain or something in to get part of that water away. I, I can't speak to that from a phone call, but it, it, he needs to think about it. But the Mondo grass is, is a wonderful and inexpensive ground cover to plant. It covers quickly. Uh, you would plant uh, tennis ball size clumps uh, any time of the year, 12 months a year. Right now is fine. Tennis ball size clumps about eight inches apart or nine inches apart, checkerboard style, and they would be solid covered. Uh, if you did it now, they'd be solid covered by the end of the growing season. If he if he takes good care of them, prepares the planting mm-hmm. bed right, and takes good care of them. So that's so one that option. Absorbs, that would that would absorb some of the. Uh... The, the mud and the moisture, right? It would. It would. Now, you, okay. you don't walk on it to go out and get the toys. You'd want to put a pathway in uh, of, okay. uh, of stone or something. But anyway, that's that's what I would do. Okay. Yeah. Great. Good suggestion. Right. Thank you so much, Neil. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, Diane. All right, let's go to Jeff in Kearns. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. Happy Easter to you. Happy uh, Easter to you as well. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, sir. Uh, my question is this. I've got some big old oaks on the property, and they got zapped pretty good by that freeze uh, a year ago. They've come back this year. A couple of them have come back, I would say, 75%, and they've leafed out. But the other 25%, the, the uh, branches are not looking good. Mm-hmm. Do I need to get somebody to come out and trim them now, or should I give them another year to see if they make it? I, I think the tree is okay. The trees are okay, but uh, there's certainly portions of it that uh, are not looking well. They probably need to be trimmed. I'd wait until July. Uh, you don't want to trim oaks. I, I see people trimming oaks now, um, not even because of, uh, of of freeze damage, but just because they want to get more light in beneath live oaks. I saw some uh, two days ago when we had Zeus at the veterinarian across from, from that office. They were doing a redo of a landscape, and they had pruned live oaks. Oh, what are you doing? Oak wilt is spread in the spring in fresh cuts made to live oaks and other oaks. You don't want to prune oaks during the spring. You want to, between Valentine's Day and the middle of July, you don't want to prune oaks unless there's some kind of emergency and so I'd wait until mid-July, but don't wait beyond that because those limbs are going to drop eventually. They're not going to leaf out again, and uh, they need to be taken out. And so the first chance you get after the first, the middle of July, you'd want to have them removed anytime between mid-July and Valentine's Day. Okay, will do. And uh, good luck with Zeus. Oh, Zeus is great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take yeah. care. 
Yeah, take care. His uh, he, he's a wonderful dog, and we're. I mean, if his owner comes back from Phoenix to get him, then we understand. But we are we really enjoy him. Uh, let's see. Let me get a break out of the wind. We'll come back with Glenn in Salina, and we'll try to help there as well. So probably have time for another couple of calls because we have a good bit of time left in the program. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227, Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening. Well, there will come a time eventually where I'll say, well, this is your last chance on the book at this uh, crazy low price uh, because uh, what I have is I have fifth printing books that I'm trying to get out of uh, out of the way so that I can take delivery on sixth printing books. Very minimal changes. Just one uh, page was impacted, and it was to uh, have a little bit of space. I, I took out a couple paragraphs and put a, a reword of those paragraphs in just to say, yeah, February 2021 did happen. It was cold. We lost a lot of plants, and I go from there. I didn't uh, change anything else anywhere else in the book. The, the hardiness zone ratings and everything else still apply. That was a really atypical cold spell. We can't landscape based on that. That would be uh, basing our landscapings uh, on a 1,000-year cold spell. Anyway, to the point, the book is only thirty-two ninety-five, and uh, that's that's an incredible bargain for you. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, everything you need to know to get started, uh, information about soils, about climate, all of that. Chapter 2 is the 48-page calendar telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're trying to grow. It's a perpetual calendar, not a grid, so you know what needs to be done in April. Then when May rolls around, you can see all the things to look forward to during May. And it keeps you right on track all the way through the year. People tell me that one alone, that chapter alone, pays for the book. Chapter 3 is a really detailed chapter on trees. I I worked on it for about six weeks. Chapter 4 on shrubs, another six weeks. Uh, 5 and 6 are vines and ground covers. They were a little quicker. And then came the biggies, annuals and perennials. Oh, my goodness, those took a long time. And then lawns and fruit and vegetables. Oh, long chapters. So all that information, 840 of my photographs, 344 pages, a hardback. Cindy Smith was a graphic designer who got to lay all that out, and Carolyn Skye got to edit all my writings. We three made the book. I hired the two of them because I knew they were the best. Printed in San Antonio by Clear Visions, bound in San Antonio by Universal Bookbindery, a historic company in downtown San Antonio. I am proud to offer it to you. It will be thirty-eight ninety-five. The fifth printing while I have them, thirty-two ninety-five. Signed copy, satisfaction guaranteed, and uh, or a full refund. I've offered that all the way through, and I have yet to have one request for a refund out of seventy-five thousand copies sold. Not in stores, not on Amazon. Order it by calling my office from uh, Monday through Friday, and that number is eight hundred. 752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The office will be closed this Friday, so get it done early this week. And uh, so, anyway, that's uh, that's the way you can call. The better way, though, is to order it right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Ace Hardware, I bought some of this a couple days ago. It's their 2904 lawn fertilizer for all grass types. This is their 5,000 square foot bag. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you go in the store, you're going to be greeted within the first few steps of going in the door. They have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything you need. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on Ace 24 
2904 lawn fertilizer for all grass types. 5,000 square foot coverage at night, uh, $18.99 a bag. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $16.99 a bag, limit of two. Apply it any time during the growing season. It feeds your lawn in one easy step. Builds uh, strong, deep roots to protect from drought and heat. It's formulated for quick greening and controlled release for long-time greening. It feeds for up to eight weeks. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know. They're your neighbors. That's Ace, Ace Hardware. They'll make sure that you succeed with your projects, and they have that great deal on Ace 2904 Lawn Fertilizer. It would have been $18.99 with your Ace Rewards card, $16.99 today, limit of two. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Gardening advice is only helpful when people actually hear it. And the same goes for telling folks about all the things our healthcare workers are doing to protect us from COVID. So share the word on social media. Remind your friends and family to say thank you to the front line. And now, back to Neil. And thank you to Stuby for that as well. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Glenn in Salina. Glenn, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning to you, Neil. Happy Easter morning. Thank you. The same to you. Thank you. I've got one quick question. Um, I've got uh, beehives that are new, and we are getting ready to uh, introduce the bees to the property in the next couple of months. What would be the best type of vegetation for the bees as far as to supplement their um, sugar water? Well, that's a quick question with a gigantically long answer. Um <laughs> I mean, you, that that would call for uh, developing a list, and I'm gonna I'm gonna refer you. There are lots of those lists online uh, through the probably the Collin County Beekeepers Association, uh, also through uh, uh, Texas A&M Entomology, uh, also through the Texas Beekeepers Association of uh, of the the best bee friendly plants. But you're basically looking for for plants that. Uh, uh, and, and in sequence will bloom through the course of the year that, that bees are known to uh, frequent. One of the things that surprised me, I was talking to a beekeeper, and I asked, I can't remember what the plant was, I asked him if uh, if his bees really uh, do like such and such because I see them around it all the time. And he said, yes, but it gives a, an off-flavored honey. Uh, well, that I hadn't thought about that. I, I'm not a beekeeper, so I don't know. But the, the I'd get. Are you going to be an, involved in one of the beekeeper associations? Uh, more than likely, yes, sir. Yeah, do that, and and you'll learn more in five minutes with them than you'd learn talking to me for the rest of my life, uh, because <laughs> they they are the ones who know the the hands-on working knowledge of this thing. But uh, that's that's you know, and I think if you have a wide variety of things in bloom, uh, I'm I'm thinking about urban cultivated flowers uh, you're going to be in good shape there are a lot of plants that are very attractive to bees i don't think you'll have any problem at all coming up with a, a nice list but uh, i'm 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 not going to try to pretend to come up with that list right now <laughs> you may have heard right, sir, you may have heard me mention about an hour ago i woke up this morning with about a quadruple dose of vertigo and and putting a list like that together in my mind right now is not going to work so, anyway, I'm going to refer you to the uh, A&M Entomology website and Collin County Beekeepers Association. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you'll find it, and, and they'll have some good information. So, anyway, right, appreciate you, your call. Yeah, thanks so much. Let's go to Brian in Argyle. Brian, this is Neil. Good morning. Good, good morning, Mr. Sperry. My wife and I love your show, and we love your book. Thank you. Uh, I have a, a large property out in Argyle, and it's a mixed Bermuda in St. Augustine, and the Bermuda is particularly problematic with, with weeds. I put out my pre-emerge, pendimethalin pre-emerge, earlier this spring, and about a month ago, and then a week later put out fertilizer. And then two weeks after that, we got that storm that we just hit last week. Four inches of rain in four hours, three inches of rain, which occurred in the last two hours. And the whole front lawn just got totally, when it floods, it just washes right right, right across the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering, 
do I need? Uh, I'm tempted to reapply this time with a three-way pre-emerge and a post-emerge to get all the weeds that have come up. Does that pre-emerge? Is anything left between that pre-emerge and fertilizer after such a heavy rain? Just washing right off it. How long was it down on the ground before? Had it been watered in at all prior to the heavy rain? Yes, it had. Yeah, after I put my pre-emerge in, I gave it a couple, you know, like 10, 20 minutes sprinklers just to wash it in, and we had some light rainfall in between. Uh, it was three weeks after the pre-emerge that the storm hit. I'll bet you have more of it in the soil than you think you do. And uh, what weeds have you historically had there that you were trying to prevent? Uh, a lot of henbit but we, and some burr clover, but we also get, a, it looks almost like parsley, but it has little sharp stickers down at the base of the plant. Right, understand. Like Those are all cool season weeds. That, that pre-emergent application would be one you'd make in late August. So okay. you certainly wouldn't need to repeat that right now for those. Okay, all right, because I did put it out in August, or actually it was yeah, September-ish. I put right. my, my fall printer. And all of those could have been dealt with also, uh, and, and, and what you put down would have been more effective on winter grassy weeds than on broadleaf weeds. Those are all, all, all broadleaf weeds. Um, you have a second chance on those um, in November uh, before it turns cold, even early December, with a broadleaf okay. weed killer spray to get rid of those before they get big and ugly in, in February. So you could have sprayed for them uh, post-emergent uh, back in the fall. But a pre-emergent okay. now would do no good for those, for those specific okay. ones. That's why I asked what you were trying to eliminate. So for my crabgrass, uh, the pre-emergent. Crabgrass and grasspers, you, you could make a treatment now uh, if you felt like you lost all your product. Um, and it, it's possible that a lot of it did wash away. That I will give you. Um, what kind of soil do you have? You have a sandy soil in Argyle, don't you? No, it's heavy clay. All right, and that, that's working to your disadvantage. Um, I, I don't know what to suggest. There's no way of knowing for sure, sure. Um, yeah. But if you've had a lot of problem with crabgrass and graspers in the past, uh, if, if you're not seeing any of it up and growing now, it's not going to hurt to put a second application of a pre-emergent uh, out uh, owing to all that rain. I don't know that you need uh, post-emergent right now. Okay, so, even on that, that well, I, I'm not sure what it is. I want to say partially peart, but then there's also some kind of a something burr or something. Yes, you need to, yeah, for that you would use a broadleaf weed killer spray. Okay, yeah. all righty. And do you have any idea for, for Dallas grass? Because I keep getting these clumps. I thought it was, um, it's coming up now, and I thought it was crabgrass. But you said on one of your programs, no, it's not crabgrass if it's this time of year. Is it Dallas grass? Uh, they're very different. Dallas grass is extremely dark green and very clump forming, and the seed heads yes. are very different. You can see uh, there are plenty of comparisons online. Most of many of them are mine. Uh, between Dallas grass and crabgrass. I'm going to let you do that because I have 10 seconds left in the program. Uh, you can spot treat with a straight glyphosate uh, product to get rid of Dallas grass. It'll kill the whole area. But I have in my FAQ on my website how to get rid of Dallas grass in clumps in your lawn. Folks, happy Easter. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.